Another hour yet to go. We're getting you ready for the Packers and the Saints coming up tonight. Tonight is Special Olympics night at Lambeau Field. As the Packers get set to take on the Saints. It's going to be the 10th preseason meeting between these two clubs. Green Bay's won seven of them. Not that it really matters. Um, And they're going to finish off the preseason next week in Kansas City. And that's going to be the Packers' first preseason visit to Arrowhead since 2018. It's the second year that the NFL schedule consists of three preseason games played in preparation for the 17-game season. And uh, it's the second annual Packers give-back game, as I had mentioned. And the Packers are going to be doing a lot of stuff with uh, Special Olympics coming up tonight. Um, In the meantime, what are you looking for tonight? This hour, just what are you looking for tonight? I, I do want to, by the way, coming up this hour too, I, I do want to dip into Badger football just a bit. Graham Mertz spoke yesterday, and I want to get into that. Uh, but uh, what are you looking for tonight in regards to the Packers-Saints matchup specifically? Anything in particular? Uh, a lot of people chiming in on the offensive line, uh, the outside linebacking position, drops tonight. Specifically, I think we're looking at Romeo Dobbs, right? I mean, just, you know, do, does he learn from the mistakes from last week? Jordan Love, is he better? I I would I would venture to say that Jordan Love, in my opinion, has this week and next week to really shine. For anybody, let me ask you this, for anybody that is this and I'm not talking about hoping he plays really well. I'm talking about like a Jordan Love fan, okay? And I'm not here to knock Jordan Love. That's not what I'm doing. But I want to ask you an honest question. I think I think there's this level of honesty you want to you want to present at this point. First year screwed up because of COVID. Last year different, but an opportunity because of COVID. Okay. This year. This year, I want to know what your take is on Jordan Love. Okay? Um, and, and also there's a tweet that says, something I'm sure has been pointed out, but something we're excited about, Jordan Love has never started in back-to-back games in his, in his NFL career. Last year he got uh, dinged up before game two. So, uh, you know, how does he look in this you know, preseason situation in back-to-back games. Um, what are you looking for? It, lets you, it, it just starts with Jordan Love and trickles down. Let's be honest. We're calling it what it is. What are you looking for? James says, uh, Jordan Love is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. I hate to say it. I was really hoping that he would develop, but it doesn't look like he's going to. Scott says, I don't think that Jordan Love is all that. He's probably a pretty decent quarterback and maybe he can get us to a couple of wins, but he's not going to be a 13-win quarterback. Is that the consensus? That, yeah, he could probably help you out for a couple of games, not do too terrible, maybe let the defense win you a ball game. But overall, yeah, that's not that that's not the next coming of Aaron Rodgers, right? Ben, what are you looking for tonight? What are you hoping for out of Jordan Love as you 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 watch him take the field for the second straight time? 
Consistency is the big word. Maybe I'm higher on what he did against San Francisco than others. I, I thought he showed me first what I wanted to see, which was a flash of improvement, like a flash of what he could be. And that's, that is what he showed, but the consistency wasn't there. I really want to see him get a rhythm early and start simple and then maybe air it out as the half or as the game goes along. And I want to see him be really good in the red zone. Uh, one of those picks came in the red zone. He threw a couple long touchdowns, but in those tight quarters, I want to see those throws made. Okay, so you tell me, has Jordan Love proven anything to you? Uh, yeah, he's proven that uh, he's gotten better. Uh, he is. Uh, he's proven to me at least that uh, he could have a future as a starting quarterback. I'm not going to crown him as a great one necessarily, but... I think he looked a lot different than the Jordan Love we saw last season. So he, he's proven to me that I, I have hope that he could turn into a starting quarterback. He's proven to me that he looked different, but not dramatically different. You know, I, I just, um, you know, Sean says it's kind of hard to become a good quarterback when you sit behind a Hall of Fame quarterback that, and doesn't play more than one game. In a season, let's give the guy an actual NFL season before saying anything about him not being a starting quarterback. Uh, Sean, I I knew Rodgers was going to be a good starting quarterback. You saw it. You saw it in practice. You saw it in his opportunities. Remember the last time New England came to town that I can remember, that last time that New England came to town, Brett Favre got knocked out of the game just before half. Rodgers came in, took over. In the second half of that game, second play of that game, got stepped on and broke his foot and still played and earned the respect of everybody in the locker room and didn't play poorly. He had a chance when Favre went down with an injury in Dallas, and had they had another half a quarter, we'll say, another eight minutes, I think Rodgers brings them back, and they win that game. He showed you that flash. We haven't seen that out of Jordan Love. I haven't seen that flash. So I understand that. You know what I mean? I, I, I get it, but I just haven't seen anything that tells me this is – he's going to be really good. I'm sorry. Uh, Greg says, I'm not solid on him at all as a first-round pick. Uh, he has a long way to go to get me to look at him uh, differently. Uh, Mark says, I hope he's a good, uh, or Mark says, I think he's a good backup. And Sean says, Rodgers was expected to go number one. Love wasn't. Rodgers slipped. But, but that's not what your statement said, Mark, or Sean. It, you said, quote, it's kind of hard to become a good quarterback when you sit behind a Hall of Fame quarterback and you don't see game playing time. That's what I responded to. You didn't talk about where they were picked. I get it. I understand what you're saying. But that's exactly my point. You saw the flashes of Aaron Rodgers. And the comparison continues to be, well, Jordan Love in his third year versus Aaron Rodgers is in his third year. No, no. It's, it's, it's not the same. It's not even close. That's my point. And you're right. Rodgers was supposed to go number one and ended up falling. Jordan Love was not supposed to be anywhere in the first round, and they chose him anyway. Great point. He's not expected to be a really good starter. 
Uh, Pop Rock says, I'm looking for Jordan Love just to throw a few check down passes, get into a rhythm, and then show us what he's got. Maybe it's up to the coaching staff to put him in a position to be successful and not him. Good point. Good point. Get him into a rhythm, and before you open it up, just let him kind of feel it out a little bit. Mark says his long ball sucks. Yeah, but but maybe it is up to coaching. And just say, look, we're gonna we script this group of plays, and let's do what we can to get you into a rhythm, get you into a feel, the feel of the game, and see what we can do that way. Because it, you're right, it is difficult to tell what kind of a quarterback he is in preseason when you're not playing with the ones consistently, you're not going against the ones consistently. It's hard to tell. A uh, complicated fella chimes in, says you would have had to have been a tough high school teacher, tough grader. Uh, I still think Love will succeed uh, when he steps down. Will succeed Rodgers, not saying that we are going to have three Hall of Fame quarterbacks in a row. Um, You know what? I think I just call it as I see it. I, I'm, I'm, uh, even Brentley says I'm too hard on Jordan Love. Okay, tell me where um, I've said something erroneous. Because I'll open my mind up to that. Okay? I'll open my mind up to that. If there's something that I'm missing, tell me what it is. And we'll talk about it. If there's something I'm missing... And, and and here's the thing. The weight of being a first-round draft choice has to be considered. Because you traded up to get him. You can't just say, well, he didn't belong there, therefore we should give him a break. No, they traded up to get him. All of that comes with that pick. It comes with the weight of being not only a first-round draft choice, but also if Rodgers walks away, you're the guy that gets the keys to the car that says the big G on the side, Green Bay Packers football team. And in a quarterback-driven league, are you the guy that is capable of driving this machine forward and again and again and again into the postseason? That's the weight you carry. I don't think I'm being too hard. I think I'm being real. Uh, Dale says, uh, leave Jordan Love alone. He's got enough pressure on him. No, 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 Dale. It's not like we're bullying a kid on the, on the playground at school. He's a first-round pick in the National Football League. He's getting paid like it. He is a professional. I know he's trying. Nobody says he's not. I'm judging it upon what I've seen. And I haven't seen a whole lot. That's all. Is there something erroneous that I've said? Uh, Ryan says, unit, you're spot on. People just don't want to hear it because they're hoping he's going to be great, just like Favre was when Rodgers took over. Ryan, I, I, you're probably onto something there. Probably onto something there. Uh, Anthony says, uh, the Packers are going to be on the NFL Network tonight. I'm listening in Indiana. Um, I don't think so. I think they're local. I think um, it's on Packers.com 
as well. Is it on Packers.com? You can watch it on Packers.com. They are not on NFL Network. Okay. I saw something cross just moments ago via the NFL Network. I didn't see the Packers logo there, but I don't know what what it's – here it is. Uh, Friday night, uh, Panthers-Patriots, Texans and Rams. Then tomorrow, Broncos-Bills, Commanders-Chiefs, Buccaneers-Titans, Cowboys-Chargers. Speaking of the Buccaneers, how about that situation? Todd Bowles refusing to admit whether or not Tom Brady's even going to be back next week. Brady took what was considered to be a planned period of time off, and they say it's personal reasons. They won't say specifics, whether it's a vacation or what. He's done this before, but he's done it during the OTAs, which were non-mandatory. He's never taken off a a lengthy period of time during training camp, and yet he felt the need to to get out. This was something that was somewhat planned, maybe something he's doing in support of his wife or the kids or something. I don't know, but but yeah, they break. There's no specific return timetable for Tom Brady right now. Bill, the uh, internet sleuths think he is the next mass singer that he's doing that television show because the timelines oh add up. Oh my god. That'd be crazy. Uh, that'd be like Rogers having to take off a couple of weeks and he's filling in for me. Me, I am Belik or Bialik, her name uh, over on Jeopardy. People could be going crazy, and rightfully so. Don't get me wrong. When you got a pocket full of rings, you get a little bit of extra leeway. That's just a fact. But I can't. I can't believe that that's what he would be doing. Crack me up if he did. Uh, then Cowboys Chargers tomorrow as well, and then on Sunday you got the Eagles and the Browns and the Bengals and the Giants on Sunday. That's the uh, that's a late game Sunday night. There you go. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick uh, quick break. Come back. I want to get more into this. Also, uh, Graham Mertz, the quarterback for your Wisconsin Badgers, if indeed you're a follower, uh, he ended up speaking. I want to hear what he has to say. Also, stay tuned. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. They are coming to my house. I don't know the specific date yet, but they're coming to my house and actually doing a TV commercial. Kind of excited about this, as we have the new. Uh, the new patio door, the last of all the doors and windows in my home installed. I cannot wait for this thing because then the great room will no longer have that uh, that cold iron, the aluminum, for lack of a better term, uh, sliding patio door. That's the last one. That's it. Then the whole house has been completely redone, and I absolutely positively love it. That's our friends at Pillow Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Right now, 10 years, lock it in. 10 years, 2.99% APR financing. If you're going to do one window, I get it. But if you're going to do a whole house, make your whole home economical, more valuable, then lock it in. 10 years, 2.99% payments. That's it. No problem. And if you decide to sell your house, you're going to get that back anyway, most likely, right? So call our friends at Pillow Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, 855 855- Pella WI 855 Pella WI or go to PellaWI.com. That is P E L L A Pella WI.com and see all that they have to offer. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Tomorrow, uh, once we get back from uh, Lambo tonight, tomorrow, heading down to Alpine Valley. Got a few friends, some charity winners uh, going to uh, see Jimmy Buffett. The rescheduled concert from the inclement weather about a month ago. And uh, heading down to Alpine Valley tomorrow. Looking forward to that. But before we do that, on our way down tomorrow, we're going to be stopping off at Robert's Specialty Meats. Robert's Specialty Meats in Waukesha, Sunset Avenue. And uh, going to be heading down there and picking up uh, some brats, some hot dogs, but uh, the burgers that are pre-made. The mushroom and Swiss burgers have been a huge success and hit uh, with a lot of my friends. And some of the potato salad and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to be heading down to uh, Robert's Specialty Meats tomorrow down in Waukesha. So grabbing some stuff before we uh, before we head down to the Jimmy Buffett concert and doing a little tailgating down there tomorrow as well. So looking forward to that. Go to Robert's Specialty Meats Waukesha.com. That's Robert's Specialty Meats Waukesha.com. Again, Robert's Specialty Meats Waukesha.com. Let's go to the phone calls. Talk to our buddy Mike listening to us in West Dallas. Mike, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, how's it going, Bill? Good afternoon. Good Friday. Good. What's happening? So I, I got three points. Uh, I might be in the minority as well, uh, like your lovely producer, but I, I thought Jordan Love looked really good uh, last preseason game. I thought he looked composed in the pocket. He showed his mobility. Um, you know, two of those three interceptions were definitely not his fault. Uh, on the third one, you know, you had two guys running the wrong route, but he should have thrown the ball away and, you know, lived to fight another day. But I think that's something that he'll learn over time. But the one thing that he did that he did not show – in the last two years was he actually drove the ball downfield. You know, he had that long, that beautiful rainbow pass to dubs uh, Mm -hmm. and then the pass to Danny Davis, you know, he gave his guy a chance to make a play and he did. And that's something that we haven't seen yet. Um, In terms of the offensive line, you know, I want to see better run blocking out of that group, you know, by all accounts that that's something that they've really struggled with in camp so far. And if they're going to go anywhere this year, you know, with the wide receivers they have, they're going to have to be a great running team. You know, they remind me a lot, Bill, of the Tennessee Titans where they're going to have to run to set up the pass and and utilize play action uh, to their advantage. But I think Elton Jenkins is going to help tremendously, uh, you know, to kind of solidify the offensive line. And then the last thing is I want to see Romeo Dubs solidify himself as a starter tonight. Um, You know, not drop any balls, have a clean game. I think he's the best wide receiver they have, honestly. You know, the guy gets open consistently. None of the other guys do that. And reports are that he was beating Marshawn Lattimore consistently in those joint practices. I mean, that guy's one of the best corners in the NFL. And I think he was even rookie of the year, uh, his rookie year. So I'm just excited for the game tonight. I'm really looking forward to the season. And, uh, you know, I did a couple fantasy drafts recently. So I'm, (laughs) I'm, I'm chomping at the bit for that as well. So. Here's here's the question I have for you. Do you think they're going to run to set up the pass, or I think it's going to be the opposite? I think it's going to be more of a West Coast style. It's going to be a lot of movement, a lot of motion, crossing patterns, bubble screens, quick outs, maybe a rollout or two, moving that pocket for Aaron Rodgers. Because I, I don't think you take the ball out of Rodgers' hands. I think you go the opposite. You put it in his hands, and then that sets up the run and even passes out of the backfield. What are your thoughts? I, I would agree with you in some regard, Bill, that I, I think there's going to be a lot of dink and dunk type passing, you know, the uh, quick screens to A.J. Dillon and, and Aaron Jones. He even said that, he, you know, he thinks he's going to throw the ball a lot more to those two guys. But I think they're going to run the ball. And when you look at the pass attempts last year, you know, among the, the league leaders, Rodgers only had like 500 pass attempts 
in comparison to Tom Brady, who had like 700. So Mm -hmm. they were a running team last year already. Uh, You know, it's just that Rodgers was so efficient uh, with his passes that I think it's going to be even a lot more run heavy uh, this year, just because I think it's going to take a few games, probably four or five games to really get on the same page with these new receivers they have, you know, Sammy Watkins included, you know, I know he's a veteran, but you know, he has never played with Aaron Rodgers before. So I, I tend to d- disagree with you there. I think it is going to be run heavy this year. Could be interesting. Mike appreciate it as always, buddy. Good stuff. Good thoughts. That's uh that's our buddy, Mike from West Dallas chiming in. I see. I think they're going to do a lot more moving in the pocket. I think they're going to do a lot more of say crossing patterns, scheming guys open motion, uh, I don't think they're going to run the ball more. I mean, I think this is this is if you want to go on the over and under. Ben, what would you say the over and under of run attempts would be per game? If you're going to say by the end of the season it averages out to this, what are the run attempts per game? If I had to go percentages, ooh, I I need to no, find just say just total run attempts. If you're going to say because we've become accustomed to anywhere from 17 to 18. 19, and if they get over 20, it's been a miracle. But how many run attempts this year do you think they're going to go with per game? Oh, 30, I would say. I Some weighted in some direction towards uh, Dylan and Jones, and depending on the game script. But I, I think they both get double-digit carries per game. I am going to say 24 is going to be the over and under of runs per game. I don't think they change too much. I really don't. I don't think they change too much. I think over and under is going to be 24 runs per game. Uh, and that's that's quite a bit for a team that's got a quarterback that's just that good. So I, I don't I don't I don't think they do much more than that. Isn't there something to be said though about even if it's handing it off, getting your best players the ball? And if you look around this offense, I don't think anybody would argue that Dylan and Jones are probably your best, you know, non-quarterback, not line players. Mm-hmm. Offensively speaking, yeah. So whether it's I take away the pass game for a second, if they get it to him by handing the ball off, I think they're accomplishing the same goal. No, if they hand the ball off, but I just don't think they do it more than 24, 25 times a game. I think it's going to be right about that. I Because I, I, you know, some people, are, like Chris says, uh, they're going to go at least 32 runs per game. I, I don't see that happening at all. Not at all. Not for a team that has, what, 65, between 55 and 70 plays per game to do more than half running game? No. No way. No way. Not going to happen. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, do it. Uh, This one's from Kyle. He says, I think they're going to run the ball, but they're not going to run the ball as much as people think. I listened to the national pundits, as he puts it in in, uh, uh, quotations, Uh, And they all say uh, Aaron Rodgers has to allow the team to run the football if he's going to have any success. I think it's going to be just the opposite. Rodgers is going to want to prove that he's still the best quarterback with or without Devontae Adams. That's another point. That's another point. I I, I don't see them running 30. 24, 25, what did you say, 26 carries last year is what they averaged? Now, is that including Rodgers? It is, but he only had 30 attempts. So if you okay. take that away, it's so two attempts a game. Twenty-four. If you take away what Rodgers did, that's, that's what I'm saying. About twenty-four runs per game. The over and under. I'm not going more than that. I just I can't imagine they're going to change 
their philosophy to the way they do. Now, uh, again, if you're up or down in a game and need some kind of clock control, absolutely. But I, I can't see that. By the way, Andrew McCutcheon just hit a two-run dinger down at Wrigley. Andrew McCutcheon staying hot. Nice. Um, let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. I want to get more. I, I want to hear from Graham Mertz. For those of you who are uh, Badger fans, I want to do a little bit of Graham Mertz before uh, we get out of here today. i got to take a listen to that. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there, The Nice Ash. Tonight, uh, i got friends coming to town, and they're staying the night here at the house, and I'm not going to be here, so Kristen is going to be taking them uh, around downtown Waukesha. They're going to do a little dinner, uh, probably over People's Park, and then head over to the uh, Clark Hotel, get some of those Reuben rolls after the fact. And then over to Nice Ash, good cigar, maybe a hookah, got some music tonight, and the Packers are going to be on all of the televisions for sure. So that's going on this evening, uh, theniceash.com. That's theniceash.com, downtown Waukesha, 323 West Main Street. Again, go to theniceash.com. Good stuff, good cars, good music, good hookah, good beer. Oh, yeah, good stuff. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Glad you're back. Bill Michaels show. Continuing on, and uh, want to remind you, if you haven't heard enough about it, I, I can't implore you enough. It's our 15th annual poker run benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin, for military members, veterans, and their families, really, at the, they're probably one of their most strenuous times of need when they're getting medical treatment. And the Fisher House takes care of a lot of their lodging and some of the food and uh, transportation, and there's a lot of things that you don't think of when you're coming into a situation where you have to come in from out of town uh, to be able to uh, be with your loved one when they're getting treatment or rehabilitation or transplantation or what have you. Um, So we take care of a lot of that, and we can't do it without you. It's our 15th annual poker run. It's benefiting, again, Fisher House, Wisconsin. Uh, Thanks to Bud Light, MKE Brewing on 9th Street, uh, which is where we're going to stage things up. Uh, downtown Milwaukee, uh, going to end up at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson for one of the best parties during the hometown rally that's going to take place all weekend long, but on that specific day. And uh, thanks again to our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino for the dealers and the volunteers they're bringing uh, at the end of the ride. And then on top of it, uh, we can't say thanks enough to our friends at Growth Law Firm, growthlaw.com. That's growthlaw.com. Uh, again, Great Lakes Dragaway, good people there, and uh, they're coming up on, on some events where they've got Leroy Butler there for one signing and another one with uh, Gilbert Brown and company. So go to greatlakesdragaway.com to see all the details there. The Rock Complex where we were yesterday, Alpine Valley, both the uh, chalet and the resort and the the theater as well. It's, we're we're going to open that whole thing up, and it's spectacular. And then all, all of a sudden uh, are also, I should say, our friends over at Knucklehead, and our friends, Buzzard Billy's, great place. I was out there in La Crosse, went out there for the cigar dinner, stopped by, had some of the uh, the pepper jack bites, but just, just the atmosphere and just the people there were just fantastic. Love Buzzard Billy's. And also thanks to our friends Andy Kane and Jen and the whole gang at Kane and Kane Jewelers, K-O-E-H-N, Kane and Kane Jewelers in West Bend. 
the home of the Hearts on Fire Diamond, and if you want to follow them in the podcast and such on Instagram, go to buy like B-U-Y, buy like a guy. For guys, listen up, because if you're thinking about jewelry for your significant other, uh, kind of he gives you a good uh, buyer's guide, so to speak. So it's great stuff, buy like a guy. So thanks to everybody, and you can get signed up right now by scanning the QR code over on the Bud Light live stream, or just simply go to fisherhousewi.org. That is fisherhousewi.org, and uh, go to the events page, and you can get signed up right now. We we need you. we got to have you, okay? So if you can, please help us out. Um, so Graham Mertz uh, spoke to the media and, first of all, talked about he's got a, got a young group of guys he's going to be throwing to. He talked about this young wide receiving core. I got a bunch of young, hungry kids that want to freaking go play and want to have fun playing. So, uh, I mean, they just they thoroughly enjoy their time. All the time they spend in the facility, all the time they spend out here, whether that be recovery, just hanging out with each other, watching tape. Yeah, we, just, we love spending time with each other, and uh, we're really coming together as a group. Now, Graham Mertz, I mean, like everybody at this time of year, really anxious to, uh, to finally just get this whole thing, get this season going. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's felt like that for a while now, but uh, – yeah, it's been good. I mean, guys have been working great together, uh, really coming together as a group. So, yeah, we got a couple more we got to take advantage of, but we're, uh, I mean, we're, we're ready, man. We're excited. Um, Bobby Engram, the addition as the new offensive coordinator, um, how has he worked with him to kind of build the offense around the actual talent they have in the field? Honestly, it was more of the cool thing and the thing I appreciate about Coach Ingram is he wanted to make it our offense and really come together and morph with what we already had as far as like verbiage and stuff like that and also add a bunch of new wrinkles into it. So, I mean, the cool thing about it is, yeah, it's it's his offense, but he he made sure that we made it our offense. Then uh, the the wide receiver, Shamir Dyke, uh, is helping the wide receiver, the young wide receivers, come along and and really kind of learn this system and get on the same page and get on the same language he talks about that he sets the tone every day it's cool to see once that bar is set how everybody rises to it and keeps pushing it so yeah from, I mean obviously he's had the most playing time out of everybody so he, he knows what the game's going to be like um, he knows the standard of how we need to practice how we need to play so he does a great job of setting that the uh, the interest uh, when when guys get to college, you come in as whatever it is you probably played or excelled at in high school, and every now and then you do get switched over. And Dean Engram, uh, he's got a history as a defensive back, and apparently, at least according to Graham Mertz, that has been really beneficial because when you go over to the wide receiver side, you know what defensive backs are looking for, and he's been able to utilize that knowledge to become a better wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, I always joke around with Dino because, like, obviously he played nickel. And he knows how, how he was attacked as a nickel. And he knows what's hard at that position. So for him, it's kind of like a little cheat code, knowing how that guy's going to play him, like the leverage of technique he's playing and how to take advantage of that. So he does a great job of reading body language, dropping his weight, being nice and shifty in there. So it's a really cool thing to see a DB come over as a receiver and, and know all that and, and truly attack it. Now, Graham Mertz says that uh, in, in the, the answer to the question was, you know, are you spending time with the skill groups and you kind of seeing how different things go? And he says, yeah, he spent more time with them this offseason, kind of to see to help them see how he reads uh, a, a defense. I really tried to spend a lot more time in, in meeting rooms with the whole like Skelly group, just watching, like taking them through like the timing of concepts, um, what I'm seeing, what my reads are just so they can really can guy, can guy like get a little glimpse of how I play 
try to read a defense kind of like I do. So for me, it, it was a fun way for me to kind of just show them how I play, and I'm trying to mesh the two together. So we definitely did a lot more meetings just as a group to try to get on the same page. Graham Mertz, quarterback for the Wisconsin Badgers, is the voice that you're listening to. Now, Skyler Bell, this is a guy that he says has had a really good camp, and we hear this through Aaron Rodgers all the time. We're working with guys. We're trying to trust guys. He says that Skyler Bell, a good camp, and he's to the point where, yeah, I can trust him. He's done a fantastic job this uh, this fall camp of kind of really stepping into that that role and owning it. I mean, every time I throw him a ball, I know he can go get it. That, that's one thing about him, when, like Marcus, Kalu, uh, Dino, like all those guys, you got that trust built up that if, if it goes in the air, it's a 50-50 ball, they're going to come down with it. So, I mean, that's the trust you want to build up during camp, and they've, they've done a fantastic job of that. And then last but not least, uh, the one thing about the addition of Ingram coming into this situation is that, you know, look, Wisconsin has always had big offensive line, grinders, run the football. You've got two good uh, running backs. You've got that football, that Wisconsin football mentality. But that being said, uh, Graham Mertz is excited because they've added a few new wrinkles to this offense. Yeah, I mean, you never really reset at a program like this. I mean, obviously, our, our history of how we play football is never going to change. I mean, that's how we want to play. We want to play smart, want to play tough, want to play physical ball. And, uh, and there's plenty of different ways to do that. So for us, it's just kind of doing what we've always done, but maybe adding a few little tweaks in there. So I wouldn't really say a reset of, of Wisconsin football. I, I love where we're at. So there you go. Not resetting things, but just more so kind of adding a few wrinkles that are going to change it up just uh, just a little bit. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a break, and we'll come back. Uh, a few more thoughts on Wisconsin Badger football, what we're looking for coming up tonight. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Milwaukee Bed Bug Pros. That's Milwaukee Bed Bug Pros. Don't let the name Milwaukee fool you, by the way, um, because, you know, they they not only are in Milwaukee, but they do it pretty much all over, and all you got to do is call Michael over there, 414-877-5811. They do it safe and effectively, whether it's bed bugs or anything that creepy crawls, okay? Uh, they have thermal care and chemical options, so either way it can work. They're kid-safe, pet-safe, uh, other treatments, uh, find and kill the bed bugs, the eggs, all that kind of stuff. Uh, discreet trucks, uniforms, they don't show up with giant bugs all over their uh, trucks to say, hey, you're infested. And they, they have customized solutions for your situation, for your budget, more importantly, and whether you're a residential homeowner, uh, you own a townhouse, uh, townhouse uh, maybe multi-unit apartment building, condos, dorm rooms, hotels, motels, resorts, medical facilities, daycares. Either you want to do preventative maintenance or you have them and you want to get rid of them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, whatever. Whatever your circumstance, I highly, highly, highly recommend the guys over at MilwaukeeBedBugPros.com. MilwaukeeBedBugPros.com. Or call Michael over there, 414-877-5811. And if you if you got them, you know what I'm talking about. You don't want them. But if you don't have them, you don't want them. So you want to do preventative. Think about it. Uh, 414-877-5811. Final segment of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, a training camp update. 
In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. It's the Packers and the Saints here at Lambeau Field for the only home game for Green Bay during the preseason. Kickoff tonight is 7 o'clock. Last week against the 49ers, Jordan Love moved the ball, but his three interceptions left him with a quarterback rating of just 66.0. What did the game film show? The Packers' new offensive coordinator, Adam Stenovich. Um, At the beginning of the game last week, he missed some easy throws. So I'd like to see him just right from the start come out hot and just uh, make those make the simple throws. Packers GM Brian Gutekunst. Whenever you evaluate any player, I mean, there's certain things that are in his control and th- certain things that aren't. Uh, I think with a quarterback, first is a decision to throw the ball where he threw it. You know, is that is that the right decision? You know, should he put the ball there? Um, did he make a good throw? And then after that, you know, it's <laughs> it's kind of out of his control. Everybody can have their opinions on that, but um, I thought. Overall, you know, Jordan did a nice job. The the steps are, are are trending in the right direction, which is which is a nice thing to see. So, what does Jordan Love hope to show tonight against the Saints? Same thing out of every game, you know, go out there, um, just have a consistent game, um, be able to showcase what I can do, um, and obviously go get a win. So that's what we're trying to do right now. That's Packers quarterback Jordan Love in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back, Bill Michael Show. Final segment before we get out of here. Heading up to uh, Lambeau. Monday, going to be back at uh, Wild Ridge Golf Course in Eau Claire. That's coming up on Monday, and then back in studio next week. And uh, getting ready to start our huddles as well. We're excited about that. So looking forward to it. Um, Ronald says, Are you kidding me? Score a couple of runs in the top of the first on the McCutcheon home run and then give up three in the bottom. Yep, Ashby gave up three runs. So the uh, Brewers now trail after one, three to two. You're right. Saw that. I'm sitting, I got it on here in the studio. So, uh, I know, disappointing. Uh, you, you just can't go in and lose two out of three to the Cubs. You can't. You got to win two out of three over the Cubs. You just have to. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pindell, a quality machining and manufacturing company right here in New Berlin, Wisconsin. And if you are looking for a job, great. If you're looking for a career, even better. And a company that's going to treat you right, good benefits and such, and train you, that is Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L.com. And if you are in the state of Wisconsin or beyond the borders listening to my voice and you want to work with a company because maybe you need quality machined parts, they do that also. That's our friends at Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L.com. That is Pindell.com. Uh, so I had mentioned coming up next week, going to be at Wild Ridge Golf Course on Monday. That event is not sold out as of yet. If you want tickets to it, I had a couple people ask me, uh, go to TobaccoOutletPlusGrocery.com. That is TobaccoOutletPlusGrocery.com. And see for you. Oh, I take that back. I'm sorry. I'm a liar. It has now been listed as sold out. Sold out. The remainder of the events that are available um, that I'm going to be at, um, coming up in Wausau, there's a a Pine Valley golf course. That's on September 7th. Uh, And then leading into Tomahawk, 
the week of Monday, September 12th, I'm going to be in uh, Chippewa Falls at a cigar dinner event there. Uh, that's at the Wasoda High Shore Supper Club. I love that place. Cannot wait to go there. Again, uh, that's Monday, September 12th. And then we're going to go back to lacrosse. Our final one of the year on the 13th on that Tuesday, we're going to be back at Celebrations on the River over there. On, I believe it's Dawson Avenue. Uh, but that's the lacrosse. That's the finale of the season. That's the last one. So right now, the one on Monday, I'm sorry, it wasn't yesterday, but it is now. It's completely sold out. Uh, we're going to be in Wausau on September 7th. We're going to be in Chippewa Falls on September 12th. And lacrosse to wind things down for the cigar dinners this year on September 13th. All brought to you by Tobacco Outlet Plus Grocery and the gang over there. So uh, I'm sorry to tell you that uh, I thought we still had some time, but nope. It, I, I, I tell you all the time, get your tickets early because these things sell out, and that's what they've been doing. So, And there, it's not like there's 150 people there. We limit these things to between 20 and 30 people, and they sell out right away. So the fact that Wausau, Chippewa Falls, and La Crosse still have tickets available, um, get them now. I would highly encourage you to get them now. So real quick before I uh, get out of here, Ben, give me your thoughts on what Graham Mertz had to say. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I roll my eyes when he talks to the media. He is, uh, to his credit, he is good at it. He always says the right things. I mean, we interviewed him at Big Ten Media Days. He said exactly what I expected him to say. It's always the right thing. It's always the same thing. So, I don't know. I don't really garner much from his media availability. Not, not, so in other words, what you're saying is not a huge fan of his you could try to connect that dot i i mean i i hope it translates to good play on the field i just i don't really learn much from when he speaks to the media similar with paul christ (laughs) okay well yeah paul is very generic and paul can be all over the road i agree with that but mertz he gives you glimpses you know he's got some guys that he's working with some guys he trusts uh he tried to do more things with the skill groups to see what they're seeing and so he can impart his knowledge Albeit, if I'm a skill position player on the defensive side of the football, I don't know exactly what Graham Mertz is bringing to the table. I mean, I'm sure he's knowledgeable, but he's got to go out and be a, a dominant cat before he comes into my group and says, hey, this is what I'm looking for. It's like, dude, you haven't burned anybody. You haven't done it since the first game of your collegiate career. you got to do it more consistently than that to come in and tell me what the hell you're looking for. But I appreciate the camaraderie and the team aspect of things. But you're not a fan, huh? I mean, it's not that I'm not a fan. I just like he's a confident guy. He seems to be a terrific leader. It just we have to see it on, on the field now. Mm-hmm. It, it really comes down to that. And I wish I knew the answer. It, it's not like I can say I don't like his play or you know I like this part. It's just you know he has to play better in big games. He has to be more consistent. But I that's what the entire fan base kind of feels. So we'll gotcha. see when the season starts. Okay, there you go. Now, you're off to Vermont to go play golf. No skiing, but uh, you're going to play a little golf this week. I'll play golf, hang out with my family, see some friends over there. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay. Uh, So it's Ebo, it's Rowdy, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun next week. You go have fun, play golf, hit them straight, and don't kill anybody. Uh, Don't owe any landscaping fees after the fact, and then we will talk to you, what, a week from Monday? I am hosting. I believe you're off that Monday, the 29th. Of August. The 29th, yes, you yes. are. I, that is the, uh, speaking of golf events, that is the Fisher House Golf Outing. So I will and be back so, with Grant that day, and then we're off and running. It's football. There we go. Off into football. Good stuff. All right. 
that that'll do it. Uh, time for me to get out of here. As a matter of fact, I got to get out of here rather quick because I uh, got to pack up and head up to Lambeau Field. So going to uh, catch the game, Packers Saints coming up later in the night, just after seven kickoff. We'll talk about it again come Monday, and then we'll all reconvene back then. So until we talk again. Uh, by the way, pay attention to the uh, Facebook uh, fan page. Might do a Facebook Live a little bit later on this evening as well. Until then, time for us to go. Have a go and poop. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.